Healing crystals, skincare routines, knitting a sweater, fitting in jeans. With Katie and Sarah, no need to worry, you're on a lady journey. Hi everybody, welcome to Lady Journey. It's so amazing to be here. Thank you for joining us. Yeah, it's, um, we're almost into a year. We're almost, it's been nine months, so this is now our daughter or son. <laughs> we have not assigned any no gender no gender to it um because as we found out when we started the show we called it lady journey but then we realized men like it too yeah and so then we did mental gymnastics of saying it's the journey of the inner feminine <laughs> it's not just for women we have choreographed a full routine in our minds so yes. this isn't it is any kind of journey it's however you want it I'm on a little bit of a, well, I told you I wanted to talk about this, but I'm, I'm doing a volume journey. You're doing, what are you doing? So this is what I've read. I've, I've been researching scrubbing the internet. That's not the right word. That's when you remove stuff. Yeah. I've been scouring, <laughs> scouring. That's what I meant. Um, so I'm doing, I have a volume shampoo now, which I used to only use moisturizing. Because when I had long hair, I got traumatized because I would have frizz. I would have yeah. insane frizz. So then I only used like damaged, like moisturizing shampoo forever. So I've gone full volume. I have been doing my mousse, which mousse, I have to say, I did not realize how it is a blessing and a curse because I put in a lot. I, th I think like here I'm getting it and I'm wiping it all the way down. But then my hair is like big here on the sides. Yeah. And it's like, that's not what I'm go I'm getting like a carrot top kind of. I can't, I get so nervous with mousse because I feel like every time that I've kind of, I've used it thinking like, well, I saw them do it in the hair salon. Yeah. Let me do it. I put it on. I'm either crunchy. Yes. Or if there's any kind of moisture in the air, it will get attracted and lump up my clump up my hair. <laughs> That's hilarious. Clumpy hair is <laughs> not, that is not a good sign. That's not a good look. It's like, did a bird poop on you? I know. I'm like, I'd rather just have like natural hair. Yeah. Because it's just, I, some products, like I got a salt spray and it was working for a while. And then I swear to God, I feel like the product that I was buying, the Bumble and Bumble, they changed formulas. Oh, they probably did. Or I bought it off of Amazon. You're like, maybe this is a fraud private buyer yeah. seller. And they're just selling me like salt water. Like, yeah. you know, that they yeah. made in their kitchen. It's and from not, China. And it's, it's just like a weird chemical that's causing you cancer. <laughs> <laughs> like, who knows? Yes. That um, I spent like $30 on. And so I have just lost all faith in anything. Products are tricky. Products are tricky. And then I, I, you want like, you don't want frizz, so you have to use a smoother, but you want volume, so you have to use a volume voluminizer. One thing I did re read, this is probably the most helpful one, was hairspray just the crown of your head. Okay. So like, it, which is great because it's like and now it's completely on my forehead it's <laughs> now I, it's fully i just have pimples a lot a crown of pimples um it's like jesus yes. young jesus <laughs> um but they said just spray the crown and then massage it in massage it in like yeah. this and it gives it it's volume that did i don't i can't tell if that did anything at all but i did go finally back to um i did finally go back to my nanad at uh, the art room hair spa in Astoria. And I cannot tell you, he is so good. All right, I'm going to go because my hairdresser has moved on. I've This is the second hairdresser I've lost in New York. Oh my God. You have to go to Nadat. And I, I have to tell you, it is only $60. Okay, that's a good After deal. After these places, I was like, I was like, I'll shell out. I'll shell out. And I'm like, but I, my hair still looks like shit. Yeah. I'm just... <laughs> 
paying more to have a bad haircut. No, you're. I'm going in. I'm spending almost five hundred dollars every time I go in because I get h- highlights, yeah. yeah, or some light coloring. But you're just like, I can't afford this. As amongst the, the other things, yeah. like something's got to give when yeah, I spend like, that much money. It's like your rent. Yeah, you're putting it a is. rent on your hair. It is. Yeah. Um, I wanted to welcome our new, we have a wonderful new Patreon sponsor and we're thrilled to recommend her and I'll let you do the dedication since this is your, where did you say you got this stone? This one I got in Montana. We were walking. I love when there's a price tag on it. <laughs> it's so funny. I found like, it in nature, <laughs> in a shop that was right in nature. Um, I got this, I walked into, a, I saw a stone store, whatever you call it, crystal. Yeah. I think it's called a magic parlor. A <laughs> magic a, parlor. A magic castle. And I was like, oh, I will get rocks this time. Yes. So I found this little Betty. It's like a fossil. So it's called Gorgeous. Ammonite. And let me read off what it does. And I have big hopes for it. Yes. So whoever gets this. It's going to be Kate. It's Kate. Kate. Kate, who actually joined a while ago, and we have been meaning to do this one so thank you for your patronage kate yes so ammonite aquarius all chakras i don't know what all this means Mm. um helps relaxation and depression good for birthing rooms gives stability and structure in one's life and is a protection stone treats degenerative diseases it's all over the place oh my gosh ammonite this is a cure-all Am I right? You had me at helps with emotional instability. <laughs> I think that's what I was drawn to about yeah. it. Is this going to make it better? <laughs> so, Kate, enjoy it. And, and thank you again. Pretty exciting. And remember, you can be you can receive your own stone dedication right here on Lady Journey from a collection of stones that we have either newly purchased or that we've been hoarding ever since <laughs> I began collecting stones as a teenage girl thinking I was doing spells in my bedroom. Yeah. Uh. And uh, now we have a really uh, a special guest. We did an interview this session. Yeah, this one was really fun. Um, we we found, you know him. You did stand up with him, right? Um, actually, we're doing rosebuds. That's okay. We're doing um, no no. Pay no attention. <laughs> pay no, nothing to see here, guys. It's okay to make mistakes. It is. Oh my God, we all do. Yeah, we so, have so many. <laughs> we had the wonderful Rosebud Baker. She is our friend, our girlfriend, and um, we've known her for um, like ten years. Long probably, time, close. long time. I remember when I met Rosebud. She, I, I immediately was drawn to her. She has an incredible, friendly energy and she great had a, style. Great style. She had a gorgeous little short haircut. I remember. And you meet somebody named Rosebud, you're like. You're quirky, okay. They, I always feel like they live up to their name. They do. They're, they do. They're always a rosebud. Rosebud. It's like hop aboard the rom com express, okay. <laughs> and so, and rosebud. Now she writes for a Saturday Night Live. She wrote for that damn Michael Che. She's been in um, Amy Schumer's TV show, which Life is and Beth. Life and Beth, and is it Life After Beth. Life. I think. I have no idea. Never saw it, but yeah. I will watch it, Amy, yes. if you're listening. <laughs> I'm going to watch it as soon as I get Hulu. And um, and Rose, but also she's an incredible comic. And please do check out her special. It is on the Comedy Central yes. YouTube page. Whiskey Fist. Whiskey Fist. And it's absolutely hilarious. Yeah. Very smart. Very funny. Edgy. And it's edgy, edgy and it's raw. And I just way. love it. Yeah. yeah. So everybody, please enjoy Rosebud Baker. Now. Okay. I like to just, I just activate it whenever I want and say, now, just so you know, watch <laughs> yeah. what you say, because we will be, we tag people. 
and okay. we, yeah, and we use it against you. Okay, perfect. <laughs> I like, love gotcha journalism. Yeah, it's like Scientology in a way. We're like, who do you hate? <laughs> <laughs> They're like, oh, wait just a second. We have to clip your uh, finger with this blood, um, yeah. whatever. <laughs> just taking your blood. No big deal. Lady yeah. No, but I think that, I think that, I think that uh, Lewinsky should be honored. I mean, listen, I'd be honored. I can't tell her how to feel, but I, if, if Beyonce, if Beyonce was talking shit about me, I'd be like, I'm in a great place. She's thinking about me and that's, and that's nice. She knows who I am and that's a fucking honor. I wish Beyonce would talk shit about me and be like, oh, you little nerd, you know, yeah, Yeah. get some Botox, scrape it together and get some Botox. (laughs) Um, (laughs) Empty your piggy bank and go get some, I would love to go pay with for Botox with my piggy bank. Oh, hilarious. Oh, yeah. Showing up. Hi. Um, I need a bigger, I need some rolls. Do you have any rolls for <laughs> this is all I've got? Can I just get like one side done? Yeah, just du- just dump change onto my dermatologist. <laughs> you can yes. only afford Bell's palsy. <laughs> oh. well welcome welcome to lady journey and welcome rosebud you're our girlfriend we've known yes. you forever and i love you guys we love you and you're yeah you're, we love you you're so amazing and you're so you're skyrocketing you're writing on snl now what's uh-huh. it like what's it like getting successful <laughs> <laughs> oh my god you know i wish i could say a good thing. But the truth is like, it it also sucks. Everything. It all sucks. It's like, I honestly, it's so, um, I was literally just telling you guys this before we started recording, but I was at a, a big festival this weekend that like, I used to be dying to get into, like, I would have like blown someone to get into this festival. And then I got, I went back and was doing all these shows and all and had all this stuff going on. And I was like, I'm fucking miserable. I'm like, I, I, uh, it feels more and more like this is my job. And so it sucks, you know? Yeah. Like whoever said like, you do what you love and you'll never work a day in your life. Like that person did not work. Yeah. like, Like now you love like just staying home. Yes. And yeah. Or like getting a coffee. Like, oh that's my God. Not, yeah. Yeah. Not a job. I, I like just running errands. I know. I'm like, that's, <laughs> that sounds like vacation. I'm like, I came back home and I was like laying around on the couch and I felt fucking great. Yeah. Errands, errands are like my best day now. Like I started doing errands on Fridays and I, I'll be like, oh my God, I have no energy. I can't work. And as soon as I'm like, I think I need to run to bed, bath and beyond. I just like sit bold upright and I'm like, oh, <laughs> oh wow. I'm feeling a surge. <laughs> I feel like a surge of energy to run to bed, bath and beyond and see if there's any new towels. I know. Yeah. I know. I wish I want so badly. I can't tell you how much time I spend on Cherish, the, um, the online antiquing site. Ooh, oh, tell let us me about write Cherish. I've down. never heard of this. I've never. Oh heard my of. god, you guys haven't heard this of it? This is okay. very Lady Journey. This is it's, we love it. I read it down. It's spelled chair, uh, like a chair that you sit uh-huh. in. I'm already yes. off. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. I got to tell way. people that because if they if they look for Cherish, they just find some fucked up movie. But, um, <laughs> yes. Yeah. But I've been finding all these like like antique lamps. Like um, Ooh. I bought this like lamp for my kitchen and like. Uh, I got a new lamp, uh, in my living room right now and one for the bedroom and you can 
and you see my hanging lamp over yeah, here. Love I got, it. A, that one. I got a nice cane Gorgeous. hanging lamp. I'm like obsessed with looking up um, online antiques and ordering them to my home and not having to leave the house for them. But I spend hours and there's multiple folders I have of different designers. Uh, I downloaded a interior decorating um, app called Spoke. It's like a Ooh, program. Love it. Yeah. Okay. So, I, cause this amazing. is a world I'm, I'm lost in. Cause I do like good design, but I don't know even how to attempt it. Oh my gosh. It's, it gets overwhelming. Cause you're like, well, I like that style, but then you're like, but I like that style. And then, and then you're buying everything and then you change your mind and you're like, this is not what I wanted. It's just, right, it's you just like overwhelming. Like four different styles. And you're like, none of this goes together. Yeah. yeah. You have like a Parisian rug and then like a modern couch. And it's like, what is it? It looks like a time machine vomited in my living room. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah. I'm like, I just live in a flea market now, yeah. Like that's, yeah. <laughs> but I I've gotten so into it. Cause I'm like, you know, you can find different ways to like make shit work together, especially now. Cause that's like what people are doing. And although I did see an article that was like, is the accent wall dead? And I had, I had a, a real panic attack about that. Absolutely. Um, <laughs> you don't want to be looking like a fool with an accent wall. I was like, wait, I just got one. Like <laughs> what the fuck? So, um, my accent wall is garbage apparently, but, um, is it wallpaper or a paint job? I think so. People are either doing full wallpaper, mm -hmm. which is yeah. okay, insane yeah. if you ask me. Insane. Um, or they're doing like a full paint job and then doing like one wall where they do like an arc in a different color. Gotcha. And then hanging like a painting over it or putting like their headboard there or all kinds of shit like that. But it's people are getting wild out here. Yeah. Okay. And oh, it's wallpaper. really, it's like, what? That's crazy. I feel like it would give me ADD to have full wallpaper. It's so yeah. busy. It I don't know, but I, I love it. I love ornate. Like when yes. you, what's that? Like when you go to the, I think it's the Met and they have some of those rooms that are designed, how like Versailles Ooh. is. You're Ooh, just like, I, I love this. Yeah. yeah. Oh. Well, it's all based off of like European interior decorating. It's all yeah. like London, Britain that kind of like, it's all built off of that. And yeah. I think it's like spread to the U S it really is kind of, I think interior design is like astrology for 30 year olds, <laughs> astrology yeah. for like 30 and 40 year old. We really just get into it in a way yeah. that I, I wasn't expecting. Yeah. No, Rose, but I remember when you moved into your place, you were saying your mom came and she was helping you with colors. Cause isn't she a painter or something? Yes. Yeah. What was that process? Like, like, how does she help you pick colors that go together? Okay. So painters, I did not realize how much you need someone who understands color because I'll look at something and be like, that's red. And my mom will be like, no, that's actually pink. And mm. yeah. And, in and they my can, mind, yeah. Well, I'm they like, can tell undertone too, where yeah. they're like, it's got a blue and you're like, what? I don't know where you're seeing this. So that that's where I feel like it is astrology. We're like, I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's yeah. a Scorpio you moon. To, yeah. You have to be able to. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it really is like, you need like a specialist to come and like, show you what you don't know. Yeah. Um, so she'll help me. Like she helped me pick out some stuff, but like the other thing is I didn't want it to look like she designed it. So now I've spent enough time in my space where I'm like, 
I see what mistakes I made and I'm trying to like fix those, but it's always, it's so expensive because yeah. you make yeah. these big choices and you're like, oh fuck. So yeah. you have to, and that's where Cherish comes in because I sell all my shit on there and then I buy new shit with the stuff that I sold. Oh, yeah. that makes sense. I just did Facebook marketplace recently. I had yeah. sold a table and I made decent money, but I was like, is this worth it? The lady was like, I'm going to be there at seven. And she didn't show up till nine. Yeah. That's yeah. People can be unreliable. On that too. I was yeah. having, I was getting rid of when I was moving out of um, Mike and Dan's place, I was getting rid of some stuff on Craigslist. And I mean, it was like, I had a guy come pick up the couch. He picked up half the couch and then he said he was going to drive it back. And then he called me and said, my wife doesn't like the couch. And then we just had half of a couch. <laughs> I was like, okay, I guess I got rid of half of it. I don't know. Like what? Oh my God. I was like, you didn't run it by your wife. First of all, no. like I don't, I am on her side. Yeah, no, I would. I totally understand. Like if my, if Andy was driving home with a couch that he <laughs> hadn't ever shown me, I'd be like, are what? Don't know. I got a couch. You're like, I'm what? like Why? Oh, good. find an apartment to put it in. Yeah. yeah. Well, that's a boundary that's crossed that yes. it's, that's a red flag. It's a red flag <laughs> in your relationship. Your husband comes home with a couch. Why? We Huge. have a couch. Huge. I think probably some of the biggest fights I've ever had with Andy have been about him trying, not even making design Dis, like decisions, but like having an idea and then like putting it out there to me and be, me being like, that's not what, the, that's not the arrangement that we made. You know, like, yeah, I'm yeah. like, no, I make the decisions about the design and they could be good too. And I'm just like, no, like I, I yeah. don't want him to plan it. It gets too convoluted with two people planning stuff. Well, yeah. it's like, you have all this nice stuff and then they want to put a fucking movie poster like Caddyshack or something. And you're yes. like, no. Yeah. 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 And guys, guys have like a different aesthetic than girls too. It feels like it's some sad. guys, it's like dormitory yes. chic. And you're like, no. Yes. It's bad. It's so they bad. It. It's no. so bad. They'll be like, oh yeah, I got this awesome poster. And then they'll put it on the wall with like a tack. And I'm like, <laughs> you're not even going to frame it like a fucking adult. They're just, no. they put it up like a map. Like they're planning a murder or something. Yeah. It's I did. I did mind boggling. It is. I did a bad fashion mistake right when I moved in that I'm, I'm actively trying to fix now is that we bought a loud rug because mm -hmm. I thought like this rug is, oh my gosh, like a loud piece in the center of the room. And every time I look at it, I'm like, this rug looks so ugly. Can we <laughs> see it? it. <laughs> I, um, I, I don't want to take the computer in there because it's attached. My microphone's on my oh, desk here, but I mind. will. I'm going to drop a picture of it in the chat if I can. I was wondering it. if it was okay. something that you could like pivot and show us. But oh, yeah, because okay. I'm in the other yeah. room. I'm in the bedroom. You um, could tone it down maybe by putting other people layer rugs on top of rugs. Double rug. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah it unless good. It's, if it's a shag, then that's not an option. But if it's like I, if it's like an oriental, you could put like a like a uh, a hide rug over it. Like, yeah, it is an oriental I mean? rug, which it feels wrong to say that word. That's the technical term for those type of rugs. It is. But it yes. feels like it. You know, you're like, when is that going to go out of style? I feel like I, your mom. <laughs> right. Yeah. You're like, uh, mom. <laughs> 
You yeah. Can't say Oriental. I know. <laughs> like even I'm like, even if it's like, that's the thing that they put it under on Wayfair, I can't. Yeah. Okay. You know, but I also have a, I also have a very loud rug and, um, and by that, I mean, Oriental and, yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> they're so loud <laughs> and, and I really, and I, it's in a room where I have to have two rugs. So I have no idea what to pair it with Yeah, because yeah. the other option is like, I'm just trying to neutralize the space. Cause like, it's the most expensive thing I own. Yeah. So I'm like I have to make this rug work and I have to make it work however I can. So I'm just trying to find as many neutrals as possible to like tone everything down. Mm. Yeah. I think that's what I need to do. I just need to go deeper into the neutrals because I don't know that I have the stamina, the emotional stamina to like list the rug and like deal with somebody selling it. So that is, I've kind of been trying to just only do neutrals and it it's okay. It's yeah. better now, but it's still. Right. It takes some time. I love, there's one joke. I think this is yours, Sarah, where it was like a joke that you were, I don't know if you still do it, but it was like, um, about how, like you weren't prepared to, you, you moved in with Joe and you don't like, you don't like having all of his stuff around. Like it was like, I forget yeah. the joke. It's all it was, his stuff. Yeah. Oh, like, it's, do you remember it? It was like, I don't like it's was it his minimalism. Stuff and you were like, yeah, I love getting rid of his stuff. Yeah. Yes. Throw away the stuff that doesn't bring you joy. And you're like, it's all of his stuff. Like yes, <laughs> none of it brings me joy. I, cause yes. he, he's just got mental issues that I have to deal with. And I usually, you know, of all the things to deal with them, like he's not an habitual porn watcher and he's so nice. <laughs> and I love hanging out with them that I'm like, yeah. I will deal with the mental illness in our home. Um, yes. yes. <laughs> it's worth it. Yeah. But it, it's just like, sometimes I'm like, I would really like to have a space that feels like mine. And I kind of have one down here, but he slowly has a, a thing about buying tons of wall art and it's slowly taking over everything. The walls are yeah. literally closing in on you. It's just poster after yes. poster. Well, he wants to frame every Rolling Stone cover that comes out. Oh no. I mean, when I first dated him, he had every guy friend comics headshot framed on his wall. Oh no. So I'd like, we'd be making out and there'd just be like Nick DiPaolo's head. <laughs> <laughs> but I will say though, like, you're like, that's a red flag. Cause it's like a lot of photos, but then you're like, but he framed them. So green mm -hmm. flag. And he, like, and he, yeah. And he took the initiative to hang it up. Like he, he's not messy. It's just like, oh, it's, he makes the most money. So he buys the most shit. So then it, and then when you're wanting to make the most perfect place, you're taking your time. And then the person that's just like out of control with the most money is just like beating you to everything. everything. Yes. <laughs> yeah. 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 When I, I started know. dating Mike, he had in his room, he had um, a Scarface poster framed on the wall. <laughs> no. No, he didn't move it. He did not move it to the new place. He oh, that's what I'm talking about. Yeah. <laughs> thank God. How long had that been up there? I think it had been, I mean, he lived in that apartment for like 10 years. So it had been there a while. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. I think I'd rather have a black light poster than a Scarface poster. Yeah. Oh, I'd, yeah. I'd definitely rather have like a lava lamp. A beaded yes. curtain. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> oh, yeah. Beaded curtain, lava lamp. I mean, just make it look like the, the ladies man sketch. Like, yeah. 
just fucking <laughs> at, at least like, it, it's concise man. it's yeah. got there's some kind of taste going on but like just having a random scarface poster and then like you know <laughs> ikea furniture that's gone through five moves that you're like this right. is not an aesthetic i'm sorry yeah. but this is the most depressing place i've ever been in i know everything yeah. wobbles everything <laughs> like every every drawer has like a loose knob I know I remember back when I was in Indiana the aesthetic of like the um cement block with like the wooden plank like entertainment system yeah DIY right or they'd have like um they'd have like a chest that looked like it belonged to a pirate and they'd put a tv on top of it yes yes although I love a trunk I would love it to get like a little cedar chest in here I think it would be so cute but it can be it can be cute it can be like farmhouse chic Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Although but, I would like to have like a modern, like a modern contemporary look, you know? Right. Yeah. I mean, all of, all of this is to say, like, I, what I prefer everything that we're talking about right now to anything having to do with comedy ever. <laughs> oh like, yeah. 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 Yes, ever. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's important to have a little boundary between your career that you're, you know, you're putting everything into and and then also the things that are fun in your life. It's like self-care. Yeah. Self-care to not work and do things that are fun and ridiculous. Like, yes. Cherish. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I was like talking to my therapist about that. Um, this sorry to bring up my therapist this early in the podcast. No, we love it. This, I, is, yeah. this is the entire podcast. It's decor <laughs> and a slow spiral to the bottom. <laughs> this is I the literally... lady journey. <laughs> <laughs> I've been so um I, I've kind of been avoiding my therapist a lot lately because uh he bums me out, you know. Um, because I'd prefer like not dealing with my problems than to just face them head on. Same. But, uh, and also like I've been with the same therapist for like 10 years. So it's like, what am I going to say that you haven't heard before? I'm just, I feel like I'm same old song, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Um, but, and I also feel like we've come pretty far. Like, I think we've done a lot of the main, the surgery is over, you know, we're doing touch-ups now and it's, we're fine. But I was talking to him about this, like how, important it is to say no because like we spend so much time in this job like and in I think any job you're just constantly available right you're constantly putting yourself out there you're constantly having to get back to people as quickly as possible you don't want to leave people hanging you have to be available all the time 24 7 and I'm just kind of like getting to this point where I'm like is this really even helping me creatively? Like, do I even have anything to fucking say? Yeah. Uh, Yeah. Yeah. I'm spending all my time just really overextending myself. Yeah. 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 Oh, it's so hard. And then it's hard too, because you don't know which things to say yes to, to say no to. It's like the priorities, everything seems like it's a high priority. It's like a psycho place to be where you're like, oh my God, like if I don't do this, then am I going to even be able to move forward in my career? Is this the thing? Right. Yeah. yeah. And, and I, I really, only, oh, sorry. Sorry. Go ahead. I, I was just going to say, I only know that I should have said no when I'm doing it. It's not, you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> yes. I don't yeah. know until I'm doing it. I'm like, this is a big no. Like, yeah. What a waste of time this was. 
Right. Yeah. yeah. I think, I think there's like a couple of signs for like, I've started to like locate certain signs for like something I shouldn't do. Yeah. Yeah. And like, it's always the first sign is that I go, do I want to say yes to this? Mm. You know what I mean? Yeah. And it's like, if there's one little part of me that's like, do I want to say yes? Yeah. That's generally like a big fucking sign that I always blow right past. But it's, <laughs> yes. it's the first one that is telling me like, don't do it. Yeah. Yeah. Like I, if you're not like, absolutely. Should, should I go so out to Long down. Island? <laughs> <laughs> should I go into the Hamptons for a charity event? <laughs> right. No hotel, no money. Yeah. You know, almost immediately if you don't want to do yeah. something, but it your body doesn't go, no, your body goes, do I want to? Because it's yeah. still in the field that you're trying to work in. So you like want to say your brain yes. overrides your intuition. Yes. Yeah. yeah. What are like your the, other, what are your other tips? I mean, saying no, there's always like several emails leading up to it. Mm-hmm. Like several emails going over details that you don't give a shit about. Yeah. Or like, they tell they're like over preparing you to do something that you've done a million fucking times. Mm-hmm. You know, they're like, we we're going to have somebody come pick you up to walk you to the venue four hours before you go on stage, you know? And you're like, yeah. why? I've had you that know? with, um, I did a gig corporate for almonds, some almond company. I think Megan yeah, Gailey, so you. So you. <laughs> <laughs> Megan Gailey was like, got the commercial and she was closing it out. And it's for the, I think it was blue diamond. And they were like, can they were like, can you get here? We need you to do sound check three hours beforehand. And I just didn't go. Yeah. (laughs) First of all, I was still working a day job at that thing. You're like, no, I'm not leaving sound check. I can do five minutes before this thing, but they were kind of annoyed, but I just felt like it was so unnecessary. Yeah. Yeah. I think people don't understand that with stand up, like we show up at the, at the time that we have to, and we will, we'll check the sound. But if you've got a mic that works, you can have anybody stand there. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it was like, it's the stand in the old location in the basement. So it was like, even if the mic didn't work, we were going to be fine. And I still showed up about an hour or two hours before I needed to be there. But it was just like, you guys, don't, this is such a huge waste of time for people. Yeah. 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 Can you come three hours early and sit quietly? Right. <laughs> yes. yes. Like, no. Why? That's one for me is if, if I will say no, I'll just cut and run on a project or anything. If it's like, cause I used to do a lot of like indie films or like indie sketch. Like if there's a hint of disorganization, like in, in the early stages, I'm like, goodbye. I yeah. cannot because yeah. you know you like there you're right it's like there are signs that things are going to be a nightmare but usually you're like oh like whatever like I I don't deserve to say no because I'm a woman and I just take what I can get and then yeah. it's just like sign after sign it's like a horror film where you're like yes let's, well let's go to the cabin like well, what could go wrong I'll be naked yes <laughs> yes and it's like we spend so much time in our career being just like happy to be there that at a certain point you're not anymore and yeah. you're just, yeah. you're just there. You're and like, this is an utter nightmare. Yeah. Yes. And you're like, why was I ever happy to be here? And I also, why are you trying to make me feel grateful when you're handing me slop? Like that was right. what I, 
Yeah. I, I mean, I was just kind of annoyed with the Montreal festival. Cause I did the, um, shorts and yeah. I got in, but like every email reply, they didn't tell us the premiere until about two weeks out. So it made it really expensive to get plane tickets to book trap or the hotel. And then every, the dates that they would give you would be off. And then you respond an email and they didn't respond for about two weeks. And then they were kind of rude about it. Really? That's always yeah. a good sign when people are like, do you mind? I'm well, trying, they, I'm trying to live like, my life and give you no information <laughs> on a right. event you're attending. Yes. Yeah. And then yeah. the other side of it is like, they'll be, you get there and they're like, they're like passively yelling at you via text. They're like, where are you? The The premiere is in 45 minutes. And you're like, I'm literally two blocks away. Yeah. And like We have someone downstairs to walk you across the street. <laughs> okay. <laughs> like, like you're being treated like a hostage. Yes. This woman um, was yeah. screaming at me over the tech. I mean, she wasn't screaming. She was probably just French, but she was like, yeah. <laughs> she, was, she was literally like, um, well, your plane was early, so it's going to be 20 minutes before the uh, ride gets there. And I was like, no, my plane was on time. And she goes, okay. And since your plane was early and I go, I just kept going back and forth with her. I was like, again, my plane wasn't early. The driver's late. I'll see him whenever he gets here, but you guys are late. I just kept being like, you're wrong. I'm right. And I yeah, was like, yeah. why am I doing this? I just got here. I literally just Pass through customs and I'm in a fight. I'm fighting with someone. I love that you attributed uh, the French <laughs> gaslighting to just, I, and that's probably just the French, <laughs> system, you know, to be psychotic. Yeah. I was like, <laughs> she's probably just French. She's not a bitch. Yeah. yeah. Now, Rosebud, do you have like um, a self care like routine that you do on your days off to like decompress from doing a thousand oh things, over committing? I used to, I used to have like an incredible routine. I used to like work out every day and I would, um, I would do like a face mask. I would meditate. I would, um, go to a meeting because I'm in recovery. I would do, I would do things that like fed my soul. And now like the thing that feeds my soul is lying on the couch and watching, um, really, really bad Hallmark movies. Oh, love it. Like, I just Love found it. a movie on Amazon called My Secret Billionaire. Ooh. And yes. it is, it's so bad. I loved it so much. I watched it with ads. And <laughs> <laughs> that's a lot in 2022. Was, yeah. Well, was, I appreciate ads because it allows you to leisurely watch something. So you can go check out for a little bit, go do dishes and then come back. Yeah. Yes. Scroll, yeah. yeah. Little and I'm, scrolling break. Yeah, yeah. And I'm never fully like invested in these movies. It's I'm really just enjoying the absolute horror show. That is like what I know what the production was, you know, like I'm, I'm watching the extras overacting in the background. Oh, that's my favorite. I'm, I'm the like, school. Yes. I'm watching like, <laughs> the, I'm watching the main, the main, the leads being like, this is my chance. And, and meanwhile, they're just like on a production with no budget. And like, it's just reminding me like of, everything that I did in my twenties, but it's people in their forties, like doing the same. Oh. And I'm, and I'm going, it's okay. Like everything's yes. okay. You could be, you could be, still be right here. You know what I mean? On yes. my secret billionaire. And I, when I tell you, this is probably the worst writing I've ever, <laughs> it was, oh. it was incredible. I mean, to write a movie that's like my secret billionaire, first of all, you can't have billionaire in the title because you can't afford billionaire sets. Like, hmm. 
you can't afford billionaire <laughs> costumes. They, the yeah. first five minutes was just stock footage of like people in helicopters and, <laughs> yeah. and, like, and like people skiing down a mountain. And then oh like, my gosh. and then like one guy in a, in a car that they rented for half the day, driving around with like a woman in the, in the, in the, uh, passenger seat with the, with the top down. And it's like, they could afford one shot of him like driving by. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like, are there like there's barely any extras there's like no extras yeah they're, they're literally like he's at a party and there's four people there and it's in a mansion but it's just a, like a balcony in the bay area yeah and um he gets a call from his mom and his mom is like the worst italian accent you've ever heard she's like <laughs> your father is ill and uh, he's asking for you. <laughs> like House of Gucci. <laughs> oh my gosh. It's like, it's worse. <laughs> he, like, he shows up and his dad is like, I need you to go far away for a month with no money. And I need you to don't use your name. And he doesn't ask any questions. He's not yeah. like, right. <laughs> he's, he's mom, not like, I've got stuff to do. Like, I just it's like the reverse <laughs> Brewster's millions. I love this. I love the whole plot. <laughs> it's so incredible. And I watched this like all night. I was I was truly like after Montreal, I sat there and was like watching this movie. And I was like, this is what it's all about, man. I uh. really I I love these people. I just That's my dream. I would love to be in a movie like that. I feel like I, I am not the type of the ingenue. I would never be cast, but I would be cast as like the less attractive woman who's working alongside her. You know, like, <laughs> hey, you're really yes. great down on the ski slope. You, you want to get a coffee sometime? I'm like yeah. the less attractive friend who's supportive. Yes. Like, I, I could be really a, likes you. You could be like a billionaire's girlfriend in like a low budget film like that's how I feel yeah. I'm like I could be I'm passable yes. as a billionaire's girlfriend if you've never seen a billion dollars in your life <laughs> yeah <laughs> yes yes uh, but I know I do think that's really funny though because there is like there is a pressure of doing like self-care especially for women of like hitting all the like doing your stretch doing having a salad now you can have a little chocolate and now you do a face mask and right. it's like self-care doesn't necessarily need to be that it can just be watching a trash movie on the couch yeah. and like resting your soul and yeah. letting yourself feel like everything is okay. Yeah. Because I felt like I was getting, and I've noticed this, especially like during the pandemic with like, um, some of my friends too, where like the self love self care shit is like, Okay, well now that's a job, you know. Totally. Yeah, totally. it's another thing to be mad at yourself for not doing on a regular basis. Right. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. and it's just a bummer. I'm like, I don't want to sit um in my bathroom and tell myself I love you in the mirror four times. <laughs> yeah, really, yeah. It yeah. bums me out to do that. Yeah. And yeah. I I'm just not in that place anymore where that is like necessary you know like I already yeah. love myself enough I love myself enough to sit on the couch do fucking nothing all day and not feel bad about it so yeah that's yeah at a certain point it. you're just like sending a subconscious message to yourself that you're not enough like, yeah I need to do I need to do like my affirmations I need to do this I need to do that I, and and you're like getting into that manic area of like if I do all these things then I'll get what I want and everything will be fine but it's like well it never really will Right. So, yeah, yeah, exactly. It, it never really will. <laughs> <laughs>
That's exactly it. I'm like, I watch like, um, I used to be like a follower of, uh, what's her face? The holistic psychologist. Brene Brown. Marianne Williams. <laughs> we both say different all, ones. They're all the same. <laughs> yes. I love Marianne Williams. Love I, her. I truly love, love her. her too, but really only after her presidency run. Absolutely. Yes. That put her on the map for me. I said, this lady's got some ideas. <laughs> She's like, uh, let's pick a national color pastel. And you're like, yeah. Okay. <laughs> like, yeah. No, I like I, that was such a, um, such a sigh of relief for me because I always felt when I would read those books and I I've had, I've been to every fucking self-care program I've done, you know, Reiki. I've, I taught yoga. I did, um, I did meditation workshops. I've, I've done it all right. I've read all the fucking books. And at a certain point I just went, I don't know if I'm like, just, I don't know if there's that much wrong with me, you know, like I feel like at a, you, you can read those books if they're helpful to you. Yes. For me, I was like, at the end of the day, I think the main goal is to realize that you're okay and you're enough. And it's not that it's not that bad. And, um, everything's going to work out the way it's supposed to. And, uh, and those books just made me feel like I was, um, continuing my, something's wrong with me. Like yes, it was yeah. kept drilling it into my head, even though that's not what they're saying. I was like, I think I'm healed. I think I'm, I've gotten to the point where, yes. you know, healing is a, a journey. And, yes. and <laughs> I, journey. I think I've done the journey, you know? That's great. No, yeah. I, what it's you're acceptance. saying, it, it makes yes. so much sense too, because it's like, also they, I do think that there is like an investment in you not feeling good in these like self-help worlds where exactly like, if I don't feel good, then I'm not going to buy your next book. Or, you know, if I feel like, Oh, like I'm good. Like I won't keep like going back to like the Tony Robbins, like psycho jumping, like yes. seminar, you know, yes. getting my like psycho jumping hit of cult. <laughs> right. Yeah. And I yeah. feel like there's, it's also like, it's very interesting to me that with the holistic psychologist specifically, she's like got the biggest mental health um, platform on social media and mm-hmm. she doesn't believe in mental illness. And I'm like, Oh, how right. convenient. Yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. Yeah. that you have people who could be struggling with, Oh, I don't know, schizophrenia. And you're like, you can heal yourself. Yeah, well, you're, like, <laughs> you're not doing the affirmations. That's why you're hearing the voices in your head. And you're like, no, <laughs> yeah. it's like a chemical imbalance. You crazy yeah, person. Like, Just yeah. buy my powders. <laughs> <laughs> It's like, and, and she doesn't, I, it's like, she doesn't realize how, what she's saying could actually be feeding certain mental illnesses in a way that's really fucking damaging. And so I, I kind of look at it and go, there's so many different sides to this world. Like you should take, you can and should take what works for you and leave the rest. And that's kind of how I feel about it. But now I've also started to look into the parts of it that are like, kind of damaging, you know, in the same way that Western medicine can be damaging, you know? 
Yeah. Well, it's all like, once it goes back to making money, you know, you're like using something to make money. It's like, it just seems like it spirals out of control so far. Like I'll look, you know, for us, for lady journey, I'll look on like, Oh, like ladies podcasting groups on Facebook. And it's like, join our email list and then subscribe to our community. It's only seven 99 a month. It's like, well, now you've ruined another thing. By yeah. Turning it into <laughs> a psycho pyramid scheme. Yeah. Yeah. Right. It's like everything spiraling out of control because of capitalism. <laughs> yes. Not to be a libertarian on my podcast, but um, <laughs> yeah, it's like um, this whole conspirituality. Oh, I love that things. term. Like the, yeah. The, I'm going yeah. I'm to use that tonight. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Conspirituality. Yes. Ah. The people that are like, you know, the yoga moms in the Bay Area that are also in QAnon, but don't know that they are. Yes. That yeah. kind of thing. They're like, well, who's to say that the earth is round? It's like science. Right. Yeah. Science. <laughs> yeah. Scientists, yeah. honey.